0: get ten dollars off your first purchase with code welcome 10 at caskers.com
1: hello everyone welcome back to oh the triforce podcast. again
2: you for joining us it's Ugh. a pleasure
1: to be here Ugh. oh what a nice what a nice day it is yeah uh,
2: welcome welcome back sips good
1: morning thanks, thanks no. so much
2: yeah good morning to you too um
3: I trust you well. Hello, Pflex. Ah, oh, good afternoon Good morning, sir. Good morning. <laughs> How are you? Hey. Jolly well. Thank you so much for Feeling asking. Feeling good. Yeah.
1: Man, what an interesting week it's been. Mm. Oh, uh, has it? Oh yeah. So so much has happened. Uh, has it? Lots of things. Lots of things going on. Give me a, give me a
3: rundown of the top three things that have happened this week. A sentence for each, please.
1: Okay. Um. Number one.
3: <laughs> <laughs> number one. <laughs> It's, I don't know, it's a, it's a slow do you, do you a news hand?
1: week. Yes, help all me, right, please. So
3: something that did happen that I think all of us can, uh, can relate not, to, n- not relate to, I guess, but it, it's certainly appreciate. something that, that we should all appreciate, all, all, all three of us for sure. Right. Uh, Lotax died, um, <laughs> which is, he actually did. Um, Are you serious? Yeah, he died. I didn't know Kayanka this. Richard Rich Kayanka, the founder of Something Awful, died yeah of, of what um they're not entirely sure apparently right. well they, they, they haven't announced it yet at least um he had not had a very happy last few years no uh turns out he'd been kind of well not even kind of actually a, a cunt uh, to several women yes um wasn't a particularly nice guy um no. and had run up some big debts and he had some problems with his back and opioids and all the rest of it so it's not sh- it's not clear whether he killed himself uh, or whether he died of natural causes. I don't know, but he was not a well man in many ways.
2: No, so, man, that's crazy. I did not yeah. realize. I didn't. I didn't no, know. No, I only, I mean, I only I...
3: heard this morning. No, but God. um, pretty crazy to yeah, think. Yeah, that's crazy. That, yeah. So there are so many people that I know through something awful. Yeah, and, of course. And obviously, the Yogscast wouldn't exist without it. No. Um. So yeah, pretty man. crazy yeah that's nuts Jeez. i still remember when he when he fought Uwe Boll in uh in that that's boxing right
2: match. gosh
1: yeah that's like uh that was like kind of that was the original meme boxing match before yeah. you know the ksi logan paul stuff yeah. yes something
3: yeah. awful was so far ahead of its time it was yeah
2: um, i mean it and produced a lot of uh it pr- has produced a lot of fairly successful people that you wouldn't really think yeah. came from like a lot of comedy well.
3: writers and uh yeah people who have been really funny on twitter and then gone on to be comedy writers yes, and all the rest yes, of it yes uh, so yeah it's it's a it's a very interesting place the um, guys
2: who made a tiny tower you know the mobile game they're yeah. they're, they're goons as well it's oh, crazy really? yeah yeah there's lots <laughs> yeah
3: i'm always bumping into people who are goons um yeah yeah it's it's uh, it's a funny one there's quite a few guys that watch my stream that are goons and yeah. uh, some of them were the ones that, that told me so yeah it's pretty pretty sad yeah but, um, that's
2: wild gosh yeah I mean, yeah, but you're right. He was uh, turned out. He wasn't wasn't very nice to uh, no. quite a number of people, including yeah. partners and and stuff. So it's a uh, it's a weird one for sure. But yeah, it's uh, what what a what a mix, what mm-hmm. a mix of emotions regarding news. <laughs> it's yeah, a, yeah
3: such it's, a, weird, it's a real mix of emotions. Uh, it's but, a, um, such
2: a weird thing. Yeah, that is weird. That is definitely a weird
1: one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I wonder whether that it started with the boxing. You know, because a lot of people get this sort of head trauma. and yeah, maybe. Them oh, please. To be, to I, don't, I don't know if you any... Know?
2: Yeah, I don't know if there was any,
1: like...
3: He, I think he just punched him once in the body and he was like, whoa, he's actually doing this. Yeah, like, he thought it was going to be, like, a laugh and Uwe Ball came out and actually hit him and I think hit which guy just hard, sort of yeah. ran out of the ring, right? It was just like... No, well, he sort of... He, he
1: was like a sort of silent film actor, wasn't he, in the ring? Because he, he'd sort of been told, I think, that Uwe Ball was just going to sort of, you know, make a show of it. But, apparently, yeah, yeah. you know, he properly... He knocked him out on the first round properly. You know, yeah, knocked yeah. him down a it bunch of times. Really morning. punched Uwe. him a lot in the head. Yeah. It was a bit overkill. Honestly, it was like a bit sad. <laughs> well, he can definitely um,
3: uh, he can definitely accept as um, solace, I suppose, that Uwe Boll is one of the worst directors that ever directed film. Um, no, I think
2: yeah, that, I think that was a big part of why they did the boxing match.
3: I yes, they did because they made fun, fun of him a lot on a uh, lot of beef SA, right?
1: leading up There was to a it, lot of yeah.
2: internet beef.
1: He was fighting all of his critics, wasn't he? Yes. Yeah, he's a he fucking was fighting. Idiot. He fought lots of different people. It's yeah. the, the most pathetic
3: response to criticism if you are called out for being bad at something and people say i don't like your movies i think they suck and dem- and tell you why to then say yeah well i will fight you mm. in the boxing <laughs> rings and let us take it to the mat i'm Come I on, know. it's not it's ludicrous. not refined but
2: this is how they settled things back <laughs> in the day let us find
3: out who
1: is right by the fist fighting it out who is right <laughs> yeah. and <who> is wrong. <laughs> <laughs>
2: This is how they used to do it, though. This is a tried, tested, and true method of uh, resolving From fucking issues. medieval times. But even then, well, they've never actually... Like- some, some, some things just... You know, take longer to die off than others, you know, like some people just wanna resolve their their issues like that. You know, look at my yeah. neighbors in the parking situation. They've resorted to medieval times to resolve their right. <laughs> I'm just joking. My my neighbors have not ever assaulted each other that I'm aware of, but I was just trying to make the point that it happens all the time. Are they getting know? pretty close? No, not even really. I saw my friend this morning, the good morning guy. Morning. Um, oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. Just said good morning to him again. Said good morning <laughs> to me from like a mile away. It was good. Good morning. Yeah, I'm just i I'm, I'm trying to like expand it a little bit as well. So like I say good morning, it was like oh have it's a little good dance day now. Have, oh, you know, see, see you later or whatever you know just to like okay, you know, just to you spice, try to open it up just to, to spice like a, it up a little bit use it bit, like yeah. an
1: icebreaker to sort of make yeah. friends you know yeah. you don't want to get to know him though because you you won't like it it well, will ruin no, the, he's the a, good morning he's moment he's like
2: four years old as well so it's be kind of weird to get to know him too but... oh
1: well, I thought I thought his dad I thought his no dad his dad no, no his dad
2: is like an actual like older dad I don't know how, how old are there some like rich older dads on Jersey oh I'm sure there are yeah I don't know any of them I've seen this as a sort
1: of thing that these older celebrities have kids sometimes quite late yes and um, Mm. i'm always a little bit like uncomfortable with it you know not from the reason not from the angle that you know when they're a teenager their dad's either gonna be in in a wheelchair or just dead um but then again like these old billionaires they're living forever i've made me think of that thing from silicon valley where there's that They have those blood boys. Have you heard of this?
2: No. (laughs) (laughs) I've never heard of this, no. It's
1: just like in Mad Max. Yeah, it's like a thing where... There's this study done a long time ago in science, which was one of these awful studies where they... Studies in science! But it it was where these people basically sewed like an old mouse to a young mouse and connected these sort of circulatory systems together. Right. And the old mouse got like quite a lot more rejuvenated by, by having young, access by to this by sucking the life out of the young mouse basically i suppose i don't know if it actually i think i don't know if it like aged the young mouse equivalently but um you know they didn't like meet
2: in the middle become too middle I don't, too. I don't feel the like the deal. young mouse should have to go through that, though. I mean, old mouse never went through that, so why should young mouse go through it? You know what I mean? Well, exactly. Well, it's
1: because of crazy scientists, but I think the whole point of it was that there was this this idea, they learned from it, that the idea was that you could kind of extend the life of mice by you know, giving them young blood, right? Yeah, it was yeah. a thing that we saw a lot of happening with old um, Lance Armstrong, you know, when he was, one of his main ways of cheating was that he would have these blood transfusions, at every fucking rest stop you know either from his own blood that he'd kept from earlier his own earlier, pile
2: of, uh, of, of drug of drug free blood or some blood. some young
1: young 18 year old Hollywood boy blood which I think is what like these um, there was this you know Peter Thiel a big sort of famous entrepreneur there was a thing wasn't there about him I don't know whether he's one of the horrible ones but uh, he was reportedly spending forty thousand dollars every quarter on an infusion of blood oh, from eighteen-year-olds, um, and he also was taking these like hormone replacement pills and stuff. Like, 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 like. like oh, I'm fascinated by this life extension stuff, right? Because you do see these Hollywood celebrities. I, who I, are, I feel
2: like maybe you're only uh, obsessed with it because you're interested in doing it yourself. I could see you with a blood boy one day, you know. But what? Well, don't you think it's you strike so me as the type? Ho- like when we were a kid. Yeah I, yeah, I don't think that's hot, no. But you seem to think that it's hot <laughs> somehow. I don't know. It's not hot. I mm. think
1: it's, it's it's incredibly fascinating. I think also so barbaric, right? Like when we were kids, we assumed that by the time we were middle aged or old, there would be some sort of technologies invented, like a pill that would keep you young or like preserve you. And like, but no, it's all still like scalpels and like just just just. Taking people's blood and sticking well, it in you like vampiric. <laughs> this is like Roman fucking era stuff. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, like, of course it no, is. No, no, there's, I there's don't no know what more, people like,
2: expected. Like what? What? What was gonna? What was gonna change so dramatically? Bring in the blood, boy, and I will bite his The cars his neck. still aren't flying. 20, twenty years past the due date, and the the cars still aren't flying. So like, what? What the hell do people expect? Of course, you're not gonna have like. uh you know, like a piece of chocolate that uh, is is enjoyable to eat and also keeps you young forever. Like it, it's always going it to be is like this. So fascinating that like we have that science
1: has advanced so little in terms of age prevention. Yeah, that if, like even the hair transplant thing. Like every like hair transplants are all the rage. You know. Um, they are people. Are, I will watch this thing about people going to Turkey yeah. and getting them on the cheap because there's uh, Turkey is apparently the center. I think it's
3: because Turkish men are very hairy, so there's a it's easy to get <laughs> a them. surplus of hair available. <laughs> 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 uh, oh,
2: man.
1: But no, there's a lot of stories about these young men going to Turkey and having these very aggressive kind of hair transplants. By aggressive, I mean like aggressively. A- Position Shout on their head. So, like, very. You want hair
3: transplant? You want hair transplant? They <laughs> Here's your hair transplant. Ah! <laughs> Please.
1: So, yeah. Um, and, and so they end up with having this, like, r- like, hairline. It's almost like halfway down their forehead. You know, they look like a kind of weird Goomba or something with, yeah. the, you know, reduced forehead size. And then, obviously, 10 years later, they've got this sort of stripy line because they've had the front hair and then they've got a line where it's all continued to retreat and then they've got another load of hair that's left at the back. It's a very sort of strange phenomenon. Money well spent. Well well done. I I know, but it's such a... People do these things to to stay young and there's this whole... I mean, it's women classically and, you know, they have to wear all the lotions and the vitamin D and all these things and and things that thin their skin. So they have to wear sun cream because they're using some weird retinol or something, you know, that that has to, that keeps wrinkles from forming. And, you know, they're using these from the age of about 12, you know, because, oh, you know, got to make sure that you're always, you know, protect yourself. And that way when you're 80, you're not going to look like, you know, a normal woman, you're going to look like some kind of bizarre, stretched piece of parchment that's been, you know, left out in the sun. Mm. It's so weird. Like, I mean, the the plastic surgery that we used to see definitely made people look like a ghoul. You know, you are you either look like a woman or you look like a ghoul that had had plastic surgery. And I guess it's better now because it's, but it doesn't. I don't. You could always see it, right? You could see that plastic surgery face that they have. It is so like. It is so simple. There's no, there's no. where's well, the 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 cure for baldness was always like a wonderful idea, right? That that there would be a pill for it. But no, it's just plucking the hair follicles out one by one yeah. and putting them back in.
3: I want, I like, want, to, I want to just say, I, I I think there have actually been quite a few advances, but they're not applicable yet. So I know that stem cells is a big thing because yeah. if I understand it, and obviously. I don't know what I'm talking about. I'm just saying what I
2: read. I mean, you sound like you know what you're talking about. So thank
3: you, thank you. I'll keep listening. The, the, at the so cells that <laughs> replicate have like a bit on them that gradually burns down like the like the like a candle, and you it stops making new cells. Telomeres, they're called. Okay, there you go. So when they get too short, you stop being able to replicate new cells, and and it all starts to back, go wrong, and you get old and die. So, if you could reverse yeah. that, you wouldn't have that problem, especially you know if you could do it in people's brains, we wouldn't have people going senile and all the rest of it oh, Brain man. Tissue wouldn't decay. yeah, so I know that the the fact they even know how this works and there there are ways that they can do things and stem cells stem cell research is meant to be very promising um but there are a lot
2: of holdups to really, it's really controversial too. it's a, it, unlikely to ever be supported. So
3: America obviously being a big engine of medical technology, if they're holding it up, you're kind of relying on other people doing it. And because of the nature of the American healthcare system. Which is, in my opinion, very unfair. Well, but it the... also does lead to a lot of money and investment in research and stuff yeah. because then you can make more money. These these are companies now. Then you know they're not healthcare providers; they're businesses. No, no, but so I they're think, looking um, to make money with all these treatments.
2: I think uh, stem cell research. I again, I, I I don't know what I'm talking about, but I seem to remember there being a lot of um, opposition by like by religion in America as yeah, well. Yeah, it's because
3: it's it basically you you yeah. use fetuses, not yes. like little babies but like you know tiny clumps of cells uh, and, you, and you usually usually if
2: if, if if uh religion uh has an issue with something in america it will hold it up right yeah. like it's yeah they're, they're, they're very powerful they're very financially powerful. influentially with uh you know the government and stuff
3: too. which is crazy because it, like you would never get i don't think there's been a president yet who doesn't uh you know say that they're very religious and and God and all that kind of stuff. It's kind of strange to me that that's the case in America, which has specifically limited the effects of religion you know in the yeah. constitution all that kind of stuff man
2: wouldn't it be weird if the president just got up and he's like hail satan everybody where, where we, <laughs> you know, well, like be- i mean plenty of people think that is the case
3: they think that uh you're a bunch of satanists and pedophiles and uh, they eat the babies and they use your blood <laughs> they use the blood to gain power you the world. <laughs> So this week I I finished reading a book that I'd started some time ago. I don't know if you guys do this, but I'll get a book, I'll start reading it, and then I'll get distracted Man, by something. I'd love else. to
2: say that I do this, but God, I haven't read a book. I think the last books I read were, were the Red Rising books, what? Which was wow. how many years ago now? Like Four? I never read anymore. <laughs> That's a
3: long time. I
2: read stuff like on my on my tablet, you know, like I like I read like stuff on Reddit or, or news right, or whatever. Yeah. But I, I haven't read a book in so long. Sorry to derail I no no
3: I, honestly I'm the same because I, I, if I'm at home I've got the computer so yeah, yeah. There's, there's all these games to play and waste my time with and fail to expand my brain in any way it's terrible but uh, you know it's, it's human nature I guess because I know lots of people that do it anyway uh, it, what it, if you read? it was about the, the SOE it's, it's about the special I think it's Special Operations Executive, which was basically... Special the, Operations the, Executive. You yeah, fucking <laughs>
2: can't. Sorry. No, it, it would have been
3: more like, oh, the Special Operations Executive, let's go over to France oh. and give Fritz a bloody nose. It was like oh, World, right. World like War the, II.
2: Like the World War Two one, yeah. Yeah, so... Not it was the like modern the, day one where they're like... Like a hooligan firm? You, you fucking can't. You're like, yeah, I don't think that's MI5, though. I still don't think
1: the SAS. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. the SAS, yeah, yeah.
3: No, I slide him, turn around, another Arab there, Slide him and all, grab the little (laughs) rocket and blow up their house. Yes.
2: Yeah, it's a no This this
3: was like when they said, uh, you know. Uh, my, old, my old oxford chum tom came to me and said we were gonna have some jolly japes over in france so they <laughs> dropped us into a field with about 50 tons of dynamite strapped to our backs and uh we started strapping it to the sheep because the germans loved eating lamb so we thought i
2: know yeah <laughs> <it's>, they <laughs> two different ridiculous. styles but i think both of them are effective in, in different situations right yeah uh,
3: sometimes you want a bunch of hard nutters yo, like, yeah like i'm not being funny but if, if i if i was like lads we, we've got this really horrible job. Man. You have to go in behind enemy lines, yeah. kill a bunch of people. It's going to be fucking rough. And fucking unblock some brutal. drains
2: while you're back there too, right? Yeah. Just shift a metric shit ton of gravel <laughs> like that's in
3: the way. Well, so that's part of the mission. Yeah. There's an enemy base you got to take out. Then we want a new path put in around the side of the house.
2: <laughs> need to build a new roundabout after we're done, boys. And the
3: fence, the fence at the back is looking shoddy. Once you've done that, there's another safe house we to take out. But then when you come back, that seat needs putting it in. It's been there for a week. <laughs> These marble cameras aren't going to put themselves in, lad. Roy, you all get <laughs> <It's gone>. You <laughs> fucking can't, yeah. Fuck you. <laughs> that doesn't make it into the the book that they inevitably write afterwards. No, no. no. So then we killed their whole family and installed a lovely <laughs> lino floor. <laughs> I said to Tom, "Where's the bloody hammer?" He handed me the hammer, and the nail went in. Bam, nailed. <laughs> yeah no that's the the dull chapters they cut out yeah imagine the editor How, why have you put all this stuff about home improvements and diy in here <laughs> it's just part of the job you know you just get on <laughs> with it just do what we're told you don't even oh, think i love that you just drill it i love you. that okay so sorry <laughs> oh you God. were watching you were
2: reading a book about the the um the yeah so i mean special you, the, executive branch
3: the special operations executive i think they were, yeah the soe which became like the mi5 and the cia and all these other things like came from this idea that they should have international networks of spies to keep an eye on and potentially disrupt enemy activities and stuff like that um so the soe was tasked all over the world they were everywhere like they dropped them into france and uh, like yugoslavia and all around there greece burma everywhere
2: these all sound like prime locations to get a hair transplant while you're there oh you uh... could get
3: a Bloody good hair transplant. And that's thanks to the SOE. One thing we set up was hair transplant. (laughs) All these forms. Oh, We found the hairiest nations we could. (laughs) No reason. We just found
2: (laughs) We earmarked 10 very hairy nations, and that's where we set up operations for hair hair
3: transplants. Mm. But it was crazy, because they'd be given these missions, like, go into the jungle, meet the hill tribe people that live there, get them on side, and then just give the Japs a bloody nose. And they would be sort of off there for months, living off the land or very basic supply drops that the planes would come in and drop to them. It was bonkers. Like it was like this unseen side of the war. Uh, I don't know how much difference it would have made, but it certainly kept them, you know, them busy. I mean, because the Japanese were obviously trying to push through Burma and then potentially all the way to India, because that would have been a huge get for them. They could have beaten the English or the British in India and taken over India, that's a huge population and resource and everything that they, if they had China and India and the whole of of Southeast Asia under Japanese rule, obviously that's like, that's an empire. That, that was their goal. The problem is it's really rough. Anyone that's played hearts of iron Four can attest to this. Oh yeah. But it's also rough in reality. Miserable. Yeah. Going from, from China all the way through to India. It's just like the worst infrastructure, the, roughest terrain yeah and it doesn't matter how many there.
2: factories and stuff you build you're always brutal you're always brutal. behind
0: yeah. yeah
3: so and you've also got an awful lot of and this would have been back in the 40s i don't know what it's like today but this would have been back when there were still basically tribes of people not living as sort of natives as it were but tribes of people living in the deep jungle and in the hills and those areas in places like like Burma, which is now Myanmar, I think, and, and all the rest of it, that were sort of, you know, opposed to anybody fucking coming in. And, but the Brits went in and said, like, look, we want to kill the Japanese as well. Are you with us? And they were like, absolutely. So it was like making friends with these guys for this sort of resistance style fighting. And it was it was just unbelievable. And the stories a... that they tell are just un, just incredible, absolutely incredible. It's
1: a classic thing from. I mean, Lawrence of Arabia was that, wasn't it? Right. You know, very famously went out into the hill tribes of was it Iran or Iraq? Like I'm, I'm not sure where it would have been. Some, maybe, maybe the Turks. I can't remember. Yeah. But there was certainly this, this certainly it was a very a classic thing that we've done. You know, people knew about him, you know, during, you know, because he wrote the book after the First World War. It was a very, like, standard thing to to drop these sort of upper class Brits behind enemy lines, sort of, you know, diplomatically pay or make friends with... Well, these tribes, you so the, know, promises. So this was to mess with the Ottomans.
3: Yeah. So it was along the coast of the Red Sea and to recapture Mecca, that was the idea. So they got all the, this was, the, you know, the Ottomans were in World War I, Uh The Ottoman Empire was on the side of the the, uh, the Germans. Uh, that's why we, you know, the, we got the Australians to um, to fight them at uh, Gallipoli and, and places like that, which was a disaster yeah. of our making. Um, so, yeah, I, I guess they sent him in there to try and, What they called the Arab Revolt, which is where they got a whole bunch of the tribes and stuff to go and uh, and fuck with the Ottomans. It was pretty crazy. Mm, I do think it's interesting interesting. how often things like this happen, and then subsequently some awful thing comes out of it. I mean, for example, uh, like you think you're doing the right thing at the time, you're doing what's necessary at the time, but then it then it leads to catastrophe later. For example, the the Taliban is a prime example of that, who were funded by the CIA and they were, you know, to fight the Russians during the, the Russian-Afghan war. Yeah. And then subsequently, of course, became the Taliban, Taliban, that we sort of think of now as, as a, our enemy. So how times change, the stuff you do today, you don't know what effect it's going to have in 20 or 30 years. You should probably be more careful. That's all I'm saying. In general, we don't really plan ahead. We just think about how do we win this now? How do we sort this now? And you don't think about what's going to happen in 20 or 30 years. Pretty
1: crazy. Yeah. And there's always this idea that you can get the local people to fight the battles for you yeah. you know certainly a thing in vietnam and all the other things yeah. is that rather than send troops ourselves we can you know just send them money and planes and let them do it and they're the ones who have to die for, yeah, it for never this works. thing that we make it worse yeah no <laughs> so in, in
3: vietnam the the, the, the south Vietnamese army, the uh, they they gave the americans gave them tons of guns and training and i think much in the same way that happened in afghanistan they did these guys didn't actually want to fight Like, you know, it's hard to convince people to fight against their own countrymen if you're also planning to leave. You know, it's sort of like, well, I don't really want to have to do this because this is going to be a really rough fight and you guys are going to fuck off and then we're going to have to deal with this forever. We
1: love all this stuff about the sort of, all the the deceptions and the deceit and all these sort of strange little quirks in World War II, you know, it really was like this whole yeah. thing where everyone was, everyone was getting involved in so many different ways to try and just win the war from, it just, it just, there was just, everyone was well, yeah, up. But,
3: but this is the interesting thing is quite often um, you would have to help a, a group of people. Like for instance, Greece was, it was a mess because there were a lot of different factions in Greece. And this is, this is something that I think like we think of World War II as a big collection of us versus them. Like there were two sides, but there really weren't. There were a lot more sides that also thought, like imagine if if you were waiting, if you had a group of lads who were like, you know, on side with your political goals, and you're just waiting for a way to overthrow the government and seize power. When World War II breaks out, that's actually quite a handy way to do it. So if you pick the right side, to back you, and you say, "Hey, we'll come in on your side. We just want help with, you know, overthrowing the government, and then we'll be a, a, a regime that will help you out." Yeah. So you get all these other sides. They're not really. They don't really give a shit about who wins the war. They just want to make sure that they win their little corner of it. And yeah. if getting this this team, this big team, to help you out will further your goals, then so be it. So. It's, it's an opportunity
1: for them to to capitalize on exactly. for their own goals yeah, yeah for their own change that they want that they've been looking for an opportunity you know i think it's so uh, i mean it's so interesting because there's so much history happens all at once yes you yeah. know as a result oh, it's, it's such
2: a, a massive conflict I, I mean it's, it's crazy
3: to unravel
2: there's so many different uh moving parts you know like uh, but it is it is interesting
3: but what are those guys doing day to day like imagine if i'm let's say let's say i'm a communist revolutionary leader right, right? what's <laughs> my day what do I do? I'm in I'm in Greece in 1939. You get up, You take your kid to school. Yeah. Good morning. You say to the man that you walk past right. on the street. How do I? What do I do for my day job? What What am I doing? I'm not going to work at the the shoe factory. I think
2: you're just signing death warrants like all day long. No, but I,
3: I can't sign <laughs> death because I'm not <laughs> He's in charge of it. not in power it, yet. Oh,
2: you're not in power yet. We,
3: we're just no, we're we just hoping. So oh, let's right. say. Let's okay. Say... Well, you're
2: putting together the list of all the people that you're going to write right. death warrants about when you finally do get in power. I, see. I think so that's I, all so you do. So I
3: spend my day doing like one of those uh what are they like a wish cloud or yes whatever, pretty much yeah writing down names and
2: joining them. I want to kill Gary Man, if I, I want to in kill power, Steve Gary
3: would be so dead Steve <laughs> would be so dead oh my God <laughs> Brendan is dead. so
2: dreamy I can't wait till he's dead <laughs> I can't wait to sign his death warrant one day Kendall? Dead. vote for me i'll kill brandon and gary brandon and steve and, and brian and kevin <laughs> they're all gone
3: famous greek names these all yeah,
2: yeah yes Brianopoulos and uh stevenopolis yes
3: <laughs> all of them and brandon capopolis <laughs> and... <laughs>
2: <laughs> terry terry stephanopolis and Stephanopoulos. Uh, steve Poly- Stephanopoulos as well
3: and... <laughs> So that that but so they they must just be on the blower to their mates saying, "Oh, when are we going to have this revolution?" Yeah. Like they must just be all the time and they do I guess they're doing pamphlets. Oh, they're speeches. doing pamphlets.
2: Back then they were in in bars all the time as well, right? It was yeah, like... are just
3: in a coffee bar or, or a bar, like just sitting yes. there, sitting with coffee and saying, yeah, how, just how saying, like,
2: oh, these guys just, they don't care about the working man and like uh, you know, drawing up posters, protesting a lot. They do a lot of but protesting. You, but you have
3: to be careful. This is the thing. I don't think you could just be out there going to universities, say, and giving speeches or protesting the street. Oh, no, because... that's where it
2: happens the most. Like, it, Yeah, but you could just get killed yeah but like, they but, you
3: just get killed but if you're the leader especially I think that the government in charge would be like this guy's trying to overthrow the government you could and, but you know, in some
2: ways like somebody getting killed it almost like in some ways it kind it of can galvanize it, gal- it. Yeah, yeah it helps them right because yeah they, but I mean, they don't want to like, get see, killed see I told you these guys are awful like now they're just killing us and stuff and then more people right are going to be like oh yeah
3: maybe but I, these I don't guys think the are the leaders right. want that the leaders aren't like here's what I'll do lads I'll start a movement then I'll get killed and we'll become famous and and it'll work i no, think they're of like I'd rather not, stick around and it, lead
2: like it it like it's 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 just opportunities where you get where you can get them right like yeah I think it's, i'm just it's,
3: wondering what they did like day to day, how much of it was just talking to like? I guess you, you're always looking to recruit people. But you, it would be like the mafia, and that you want to keep a distance. Yeah, you want to have it underlings. Is, that it's go a lot of it bidding, is just
2: right? kind of like social manipulation and stuff too. Building
3: right? up a gang. Yeah, almost. of course. You having different branches, finding the people country.
2: that are like minded, and then doing things that you that you can to uh increase that influence. Right? It's just
3: yeah. Going windsurfing together. Yeah,
2: of course. So. Playing chess together, you know, ch- throwing some javelin at the beach in the dark or whatever. Like uh, a- anything you oh, can to, to Oh, I, the relationship. I did
3: something. I did something uh, last week. Or was it this week? I think it was this okay. week. I did something I hadn't done in a while. I went to the movies. Oh my god! Did did you go see Dune? No, I'm gonna see that. I was gonna see that this afternoon, right. or at some point by myself. I was just gonna go see it. I might see it at the weekend. I don't know. But yeah. I, I do. I do really want to see it. But I saw the French Dispatch instead because I'm a big oh, West. And it's so fan.
2: hard. I can't really. I can't justify it at this moment in time going to the movies by myself. Like I, my wife would probably be like a. a yeah, little bit she'd probably kill you. Uh, yeah, upset kill you. about that. Yeah. I, I mean, at the moment, wait.
3: you know, like I said, you get to, you get to level, level 12 where yeah. I'm at level 12 slash nine slash 10, they pretty much look after themselves, you know, I mean, we had to get how? a babysitter when we went to the movies, but it was, how right. was it? Was it I, good? I, I where did it? you go see? The French dispatch. Oh, sorry. West I missed Anderson that. I missed that. Uh,
2: oh, Wes Anderson. Oh, nice. Is it yeah, good? Yeah.
3: Yeah. Uh, it is good. I, I personally don't think it's his best.
2: Who's in it? Bill Murray and. Like Everybody. All the, all the, the yeah, usuals. Bill Murray. It's a
3: huge ensemble cast. Like, right. you'll have all people popping up. Like, Henry Winkler's in it. Really? I don't think he re- even has a line, but he's just. Like, in the Fawns. Yeah. But, hey. like, Bob, Bob Balaban's in it. I think he has one line. Like, all of these, there's all these actors in it that you see. Benicio like,
2: del Toro, Adrian yeah. Brody, Tilda
3: Swinton. Yeah, I mean,
2: Benicio del Toro, let's face it, is in everything, though.
3: Like C. is in it. Like, everybody's yeah. in it.
1: It's, it is Francis ridiculous. McDormand, Timothy Chalamet. Oh, of course. These are yeah. all people. Everybody. Stephen
2: in. Pomponopoulos, and um, Edward exactly. Wilson. Barry Acropolis. Oh yeah, Owen So it,
3: it's in. got it's got a lot of very funny bits in that are very Wes Andersony. But here's the difference: if you, I, I've seen all his films. I, I love, I love his 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 is his, his, his yes, yes, I love it. Yeah, I the love difference with this is it's essentially about a magazine called the French Dispatch. And it's a series of three stories. Three, it's like three, a three parts. Does it have all the, the usual
2: like, uh, like uh, lots of nice like little boxes with ribbons on them and stuff all like that? All that kind of stuff. Oh, yeah. good. It's yeah. all
3: like it's very. It's set in France, obviously, and yeah. all the stories are set in France. And he's done a very good job of sort of. Having a sort of almost a caricature of France without looking too much like a caricature of France. It's just, it's very French, which is, which is funny. If you've been to France, you just, there's little details you notice. You're like, oh, all right, that, that's as a foreigner's vision of France, that's spot on. Um, <laughs> okay, and yeah. so that's very funny. It's, it's just got some brilliant touches, but. What I loved about all his other movies was that they all had a central character who was a very strong character, and you almost followed them through the film, and you know they they underwent some changes, and it was I mean I would be honest with you, it's quite a similar thing in each of his films. Yeah. But I love that. I love that for his movies are just I think they're so funny and they're so brilliant. But this one is different in that it's just three standalone stories, and it's not as strong because of it right. Um, right and i think one of the stories is particularly stronger than the other two to the point where you think wow if the whole movie had been like this it would have been like much better but um I, I just i don't i don't think it's it's my favorite of his films there's also a ridiculous amount of detail to it such that i think you'd have to watch it again to really catch everything it's almost an overload of wes Anderson stuff yeah uh, happening all the time um, but it is very, very good. It has some really funny moments, but overall, I would say it falls down compared to his other works because it doesn't have that one central character who is so fascinating, like Rod Tenenbaum uh, from the. the that the was. I think
2: I think that was my favorite Wes Anderson. He's brilliant, movie, right? Like
3: yeah. you just want to see this character. And he's, yeah. he's such a brilliant character. But
2: just everything about it was good. I like, you know, yeah. like their cool house and like uh, just all the, all the characters, the children and everything. It was just, just a great movie. It I was think. a great movie. Yeah. But
3: like Steve Zissou, Life Aquatic with Steve Zissou, his character is, is so good and everything kind of hinges off yeah. their everybody's relationships with this character and how it all... The Grand uh, Budapest,
2: uh, the hotel. Grand Budapest, That was course, great too. Ray like Fine's character in that yeah. is like, really everything good.
3: hinges off him. So it's kind of weird when you, take away that anchor how the film slightly for me uh it weakens it but uh, i'm not complaining it's still a Wes Anderson movie which i'm delighted he did that see, one
2: there was it the isle of dogs or whatever the uh, yeah that was brilliant yeah i really loved that my kids were watching it the other day but i still haven't seen it i, I should oh, it's probably great. watch it get around it's to really
3: it. really really good yeah
2: man
0: I've been watching uh season 2 of the Goes Wrong show <laughs> which is
2: uh you know like uh, super dad humor but I I like it it's it's, mm. it's lighthearted and the new uh, new season of Kirby uh, enthusiasm has come out as well which oh, is there really a new, good new season? yeah oh, there's okay. 3 episodes already it's been really good actually really good really funny it, it, it feels like a, like an earlier season more so than like the the, the most recent ones you know like right. it's it's been really good Goes Wrong Show is is just a BBC comedy. It's like... Uh, I don't know how to explain it. I, you might like it. Uh, you can check it out. It's on iPlayer or whatever. It's called The Goes Wrong the Show. The Goes Wrong Show.
1: It's very show. much a it's a very like sort it's a very throwback sort of show it's like very right?
2: slapstick sort of stuff but it's like they're doing a theater production but like everything goes wrong so like the set collapses sometimes the actors get their there lines was a play. like there
3: was a play called the play that goes wrong so yeah i, I think it's probably based show.
2: off of that it might even be the same people I, i'm not sure but um yeah i remember it's we very watched funny. it with your
3: kids yeah it was
2: good yeah it's actually. good yeah my kids like it as well because it's a lot of like you know, like somebody will be dressed up like in a muscle costume, but their muscle, like it's all, it's inflated and it'll just pop or whatever. You know, it's just very it's, BBC. It's dumb stuff like that. In but It is a
1: nice way that you haven't, you don't necessarily see a lot of like these days, No, you know, it's, I don't know. It, it feels like we import so much TVN ideas from other places that like i don't want to say the britishness cultural things dying i don't think it is i think you can find it certainly yeah. in all sorts of places yeah check but...
2: it out flax watch it with your kids see what they think my kids okay. love it they think it's funny like it's just it's just it's kind of dumb but it's it's pretty funny
3: my kids it's... are just fucking heavy into anime so, like yeah man <laughs> I,
2: yes mine, mine as well it's I it, fucking
3: it's love anime
2: the uh <laughs> they my mine watched the uh the, the last airbender avatar that one which i is, mean how is can pretty. you not
3: laugh at that name in all honesty, like it's <laughs> such a ludicrously uh, I don't name. get
2: it. He's like, I want to see the movie, and I was like, oh, okay. And he's like, the movie's yeah. meant to suck. Is right, it? Dude? Is it? Is it the one with the with the, the blue people Amalek. or the shit? That's uh, Avatar. The M. Night sh- yeah, well, I know, but because like I didn't really understand what it was because uh, I oh, thought right. it was Avatar, so I thought it was based off the the movie, but it's not no. at all. But no, then different. no, it's different. Yeah, it's different. It's weird. Yeah, yeah, but it's it came before. It's really good. It's, it's really, it really seems alright. Yeah,
3: Night one? Oh, no, not the movie. That's meant to be There's, awful. The,
2: the cartoon, the anime series. The, the anime. No. Yeah. It's all oh, it, right. It. Yeah, it seems well, okay. my kids fucking yeah.
3: love all that shit. They're watching it all yeah. the time. Yeah, it's great. And my, my youngest enjoys a show called, is it Superstore or something it's called, about a bunch of people that work in a shop? Sure. Oh, it's a comedy, you yeah. watched
1: that, yeah. It's kind of like The Office or something. Yeah. I watched it as a like a, just, a, just a generic she garbage it. thing to have on in the background. She Fine. She
3: loves it. It's not inappropriate. Mrs. F said she watched it and it was okay. Yeah. They, they, I
1: think it, I think it's fine. She
3: loved Modern Family. She loved The Office and now she loves this show. Right. But she also watches a lot of anime with her older sister. They watch anime. What is that one about a classroom? Something about a classroom. It's
2: like every anime ever pretty much.
3: <laughs> yeah. They were they're in a classroom and the, yeah. some kid has powers and right. they laugh their heads off at it. I'm like this sucks. This is not funny. This is <laughs> you become that
1: dad. Yeah. This stinks, kid. <laughs> My Hero Academia is what you're thinking yeah, of. Yeah, that's I the think. one. I mean, it's, it's just good again. Look- it is really good. These are all great shows. Yeah, well, they uh, fucking love it. Yeah. Uh, yeah, Don't be sad. No, I'm not uh, sad. I'm just fucking it's, disappointed. It's all, it's all <laughs> fine and safe and like quite it's fine. They're all pretty wholesome. All these things just. I just
3: there. You know, we were talking about nostalgia the other day. I, I was talking on stream last night actually with some mates of mine about Ready Player One. Oh yeah. Right? Oh yeah. Right, which. My, so my dad sent me that book. He was like, you've got to read this book. It's the best book ever. And he's read it like multiple times and he's got the Will Wheaton audio book and he listens to that all the time. But he loves it. He fucking loves it. And he said to me, it's just so nostalgic. And I read it and I was like, this isn't nostalgic. This is like if you Googled 80s and just took all the top results and copy pasted them into a book. That's not nostalgia. Yeah. That's literally just, hey, remember so-and-so. I was like, yeah, yeah, I do. I do. Of course, anyone of my age does remember that. It doesn't evoke emotions just because you've said it. That's not nostalgia. Nostalgia is a feeling. It's not something you can evoke by just putting words. And like, Hey, it's this. Remember this? Yeah, I do. What about this? Yeah, I, I also remember that. Remember this guy? Yeah, I do. <laughs> yeah, I Funny remember this. <laughs> All those things, yeah. So that was the, that was Ready Player One. And they were telling me that the movie updated it. So it was like more modern ref- references, like the Iron Giant and shit like that, rather than, than 80s references. Right, yeah. Um. So w- what I didn't get was... Like, when I think of nostalgia, it's stuff that people almost remember in a way that you might have even forgotten. And it evokes a real emotion. Like, Bagpuss, for me, is a very <laughs> emotional, nostalgic thing. And yeah. I love Bagpuss. I showed it to my kids. They thought, this is the sweetest show ever. Like, this is so lovely. It's okay. just it is just a wonderful, gentle show that really is evocative of its era. And I just it's love oeuvre. it. it it's, it's oeuvre. It's oeuvre. Is, is yeah. top draw. I, yeah. I, I just loved it. And right, Wes Anderson. Bagpuss ain't in no Ready Player One. You know what I mean? Like they put the video game Tempest. Do you remember Tempest?
2: No. Oh, I, I, I there was them. a lot of references in that uh, in Ready Player One lost on me as well. Like some some of it, obviously, I knew, but some of it was. I think they probably had to compromise because they wanted to get more demographics in or whatever yeah maybe you know? like the
3: fuck is tempest Tempest is i would never i've never seen a game uh like tempest i think they remade it recently uh but it's essentially it's a video game where you're looking uh, a sort of uh wireframe tunnel and creatures come uh-huh. up the tunnel towards you the controller was a dial and you have to turn the dial and shoot down the tunnel that that's the whole game like you just spin the dial to move your control. So imagine if I'm looking down a cylinder, although it's not always a cylinder, it changes shape, and there are things coming up the cylinder towards me, and I'm controlling something that's on the lip of the cylinder that's closest to me. And I turn the dial to move my controller, and then I shoot down the, the cylinder to shoot the approaching creatures. For its time, it was genuinely incredible. And the graphics were great. The light, the sound, everything. I loved it. Tempest was a phenomenal game to play in the arcade. Completely never absorbing. Heard of it. It was, it was but again,
1: I, I feel like I get the opposite of nostalgia, right? I think, oh, this will be really nostalgic to play. I have a go and I'm like, holy shit, I don't remember it like being no, this, bad the game or like is... this out of date or this unplayable no, or this boring. I think
2: it, that's the thing. It's not the game itself that I find I'm nostalgic for. It's the it's the experience around the game. It's like that the the feeling you have at the time around the game as yeah, well, right? It has like, to evoke right. an emotional yeah, yeah. connection. Like, I think. There's certain things like if I went back and played Final Fantasy 2 right now, I'm sure it's a great game. But, like, you know what I mean? I've played 20 years worth of games since or whatever and that have been probably better and and the evolution of games, whatever, fine. But, like, I'll always remember, like, the smell of my basement when I was, like, you know, 10 years old and I played that game on my summer vacation, you know what I mean? And Mm -hmm, I had no responsibility and like, that's what I'll be nostalgic for. Like just playing the game again might remind me of that, but like, I'll always just kind of remember it anyway, sort of thing. Right. Or even like Diablo Mm -hmm. two, I tried to play Diablo two resurrected and it was like, yeah, great. They've done a good job. It's, it's Diablo two for sure. But like there was, there was so much missing, you know, like I was missing Mm -hmm. like my Fucking hot um, pocket. Yeah, my yeah, uh, ma- my mum's basement. Five, five empty cans of Mountain Dew, and uh, you know my uh, my 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 zip pads next to my desk, and you know what I mean. Like there's, it's it's the feeling that's yeah. missing. The homework that's uncompleted. Exactly. Yeah, 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 yeah.
1: The school uniform. You miss
2: out all that stuff
1: that like with it too,
2: right? The so te- it's the like
1: teenage testosterone. Yeah, yeah. It's So oh. I
2: feel like it's like. It's nostalgic enough, but like it's, but at the same time, it almost feels false it, it, too,
1: right? It, it does almost scratch the surface, though. Yeah.
2: You know, I think that you certain
1: smells and certain sounds and certain moods and yeah. you know, and and just sitting down with a book in front of the telly on like a cold night, or you know, certain certain times when it does yeah. evoke this kind of reminiscence and nostalgic, nice, comforting, warming feelings. It's certainly happening as we move into winter. And I'm starting to get in the Christmas spirit. I hate to say oh, those, that me, phrase. Wow. Really
2: already? Are you really Well,
1: I've started to see Christmas trees go up and like Christmas lights and stuff. And obviously I'm preparing the jingle jam. So I'm organizing the streams and I'm watching back old clips and I'm starting to find myself like like thinking about Christmas time in a kind of positive way though. Like, like we always forget about Christmas quite quickly because we're sick of it after Christmas. We're like, thank God it's over sick of it but then after a while you're like oh man we were really into that for a, a few weeks um <laughs> yeah. wait
3: you've you've seen christmas trees go up already oh yeah, yeah
1: it just well, it's earlier, earlier they're all over the place. Place. Where? Not
3: where not in people's houses.
2: in coffee shops
1: oh, and in like well, man shopping, in there's
3: a, like at
2: all the supermarkets it's like there's like the the bargain halloween stuff next to just like aisles of celebrations and like quality street buckets and stuff like it's they're They've been stocking up for months, right? Like, it's, they're, just, they're ready for
1: yeah, it. Yeah, it's all it's all happening. And I don't know, like, I'm getting a little bit wrapped up in it. I've, I mean, also, you know, we've got to start thinking about recording Christmas episodes for stuff in advance and stuff like this. Because, you know, Jingle Jam is is kicking off. And so we want to do, like, you know, some, some, some content that is Christmassy. And we don't have time to do it while Jingle Jam's happening. So we've got to do it before. So I've got to be like, oh, I've got to think up. I don't know. We're searching for, like... It's Christmassy themed maps to play. Yeah, no, it fits with
2: the theme of Christmas. You just being massively stressed out. That's that. That's that's the true Christmas spirit, isn't it? Like all the all of these things that we think we have to do (laughs) around Christmas that's that's
1: it that is true you nailed it yeah which I don't know like it does have a certain energy all of its own even if it is tinged with stress it's still like mm, positive it's good it's good energy I, uh, and it's good to be passionate about something uh, rather than the usual ambivalence that i have to everyday life <laughs>
2: yeah, <laughs> yeah. Well, I don't know. it's a anyway. lot to sort out and stuff but i don't think people should be putting trees and stuff up yet i'm like if you put up your tree at the start of december i'm okay with that you know whatever right. but like even then halfway through december is fine right i think you have a christmas tree for two weeks is is reasonable no you don't need one for like a month and a half it gets—it's a long time to have it a is. Christmas tree It's up. too
3: long. We had—we had fireworks night the other night. I went to—we did it at the—the the kids' school.
2: Oh, nice! nice. <clears throat> well,
3: actually, my youngest school. Sorry, um, and I helped out this time, which I don't normally do. Holy know. crap! Uh, I actually uh, helped Mrs. F quite a bit with setting it up and schlepping all the stuff that we needed there and everything. And then um, I helped out in the kitchen, serving the burgers and the, the sausages to nice. the assembled masses. Here's the thing. We have a system where you have to pre-order uh, and then we order in the food based on how many people have ordered it. So we cook the exact number we need plus a few spares in case of dropsies or, or you know someone desperate for a, an extra hot dog we must have had about 50 sausages left at the end of the evening and about 15 burgers man
2: think of how many dinners that is for like yeah you guys and they
3: literally just take them all either ordered and didn't bother to collect forgot yeah. they'd ordered or just didn't turn up yeah it's just kind of weird that I, I did not anticipate that many no-shows uh but we did have quite a few some of it mrs f was like well you know it might be a covid thing they might have to isolate and everything. It's like well fair enough it just felt like such a tremendous waste so at the end of the evening, me and one of the other helpers were like, let's put them in uh, one of these big containers we've got. And we'll go out to the people watching the fireworks. If we wait near the en- the exit, as people leave, maybe they'll want like a walking home hot dog. You know what I mean? That was how I was going to pitch it. Yeah, uh, walk- right. in- Walking home hot dogs, quit a piece because they're going to get binned otherwise. Right. We go out. I heard that the fireworks had started. This was the longest fireworks display I've ever seen at the school. We were there for like twenty minutes and we look at each other. And I was like, these are cold as flip. Like there's no way we can sell these now. I <laughs> had to take them all the way back hey, in. Uh,
2: I heard that you guys have walk-home hot dogs. Uh I'll take twenty. Well,
3: we can call them dogs, but <laughs> I couldn't call them hot dogs at this point. I'm sorry. Cold dogs. These are ice cold. Like they were literally rock hard, the oh, fat had no. all solidified. Because it was a cold night and we would understand that. I thought it was gonna be like a minute left of the fireworks literally 20 minutes of Beow! and normally you're watching fireworks and it's like this is great but I'm just like fucking come on get it over yeah. oh yeah, yeah. shit yeah, it was you least, could enjoy it it's the it least I've world. ever enjoyed a fireworks Man, my daughter's like, still kind
2: of... kind of scared of them because she's she's small still and with the baby yeah. and stuff too so we're just like we didn't really do anything but on Sunday we had like a little barbecue Um well basically I lit the barbecue we roasted marshmallows and then the kids had sparklers <laughs> yeah. I bought them like Love of sparklers. They love it, right? Oh That's man, they bad. loved it. Yeah, they like the sparklers. Well, even my daughter was a bit scared of them at first, but she she was she's she's crazy because like she's she's timid of everything at first, but then once she's comfortable with it, she gets into it. She goes crazy. Like she was yeah. like trying to do cartwheels with the sparklers and stuff. I was like, <laughs> calm down. You're actually gonna kill yourself if you carry on. Like, uh, <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Like, how did you go yeah. from being shit scared of these things? to then having like no fucking awareness whatsoever around them like uh, in the space of five minutes it's insane i
3: I remember uh in the in the 80s there was a a um there were a lot of warnings about fireworks yeah because i think prior to that people just fucking shot at at each other no problem oh yeah but um there was one where a little girl picks up a sparkler that's just gone out and someone throws it on the floor and she picks it up and in the advert she's like ah screams and then it cuts to her with a comically large bandage on her hand like a boxing glove sized bandage holding up her hand with a little tear looking sad and it's like don't pick up sparklers <laughs> yeah my sister no. my sister saw that she didn't touch sparklers i'm not kidding for like 20 years after she saw that out it she's it scared the shit the out of the danger
1: of a sparkler though is that you've got that it's dark and you've got that pointy bit of mm, Hard metal. You, yeah. you don't tell where the pointy bit right. is, right? Because yeah. the sparkle makes its way down. That's right. Yeah. Um, and so you have a sort of burning hot, sharp bit of metal that you're swinging around in the darkness. So you don't know where it. Also, it could kids quite get, often yeah. are
3: wearing flammable things. You know, if they're wearing any kind of flammable clothes, a lot of this shit they sell shit. kids. Uh, it back in the 80s, I think was a lot more flammable than it is now. We did
1: have a lot of anti-firework like yeah propaganda. Yeah. but, but oh, it's not propaganda, propaganda though. It's
3: not propaganda, uh, is it? PSA stuff like
1: what's it called? Public service announcement yeah. type stuff. Yeah, I remember there'd be loads of adverts. We used with... to
2: have all the we used to, in the 80s. You had all the uh, the the Saturday morning cartoon PSAs. Remember, like yeah. GI Joe and stuff. Used to have yeah. the segment right at the end. And He Man as well. one. Yeah,
3: they had one to grow on. Was the thing they had. The more, uh, in the, the more States. you know, and all that
2: kind of. stuff. Yeah, yeah. It
3: was all like, uh, talking to strangers is bad because they're fucking assholes. That's one to grow on. You know, yeah. that's sort of the, the way it was or, or being nice to other kids. You think, come on, how's this ever going to Hey, work? Duke,
2: they- do you think it's safe to talk to strangers and accept candy from them? well, I don't know, Gridiron, a real American <laughs> would never take a candy from a stranger. Like, it's it's, it's all that kind of shit, right? Like,
3: it could be an agent of
2: COVID. <laughs> yeah. I loved uh, all that, though. But, it was it was really, but now really it's educational. it's just on
1: TikTok, and everyone on TikTok is like, <laughs> TikTok. TikTok, going out, getting, seeing how much fucking candy I can get from strangers. Oi, mate, you got any candy? Give us some candy, mate. Oi, you fucking cunt, give us some candy. And, like, all the kids are out there copying the creators. TikTokers yeah. who yeah. are... T- doing this stupid, pranky, ballery, dumb content. Um, hey, and dude, I hope do you that... think it's
2: okay for kids to make TikToks these days? Well, dude, I <laughs> <laughs> would never subject themselves to a TikTok, I don't think.
3: TikTok's owned by the Chinese
2: government. <laughs> it's an agent of Cobra as well, so... Uh... <laughs> oh, man.
1: Uh, well, I mean, that's... That... I don't I think times have changed but um I don't think people's stupidity has changed. No. And this stuff goes in cycles, right? Like you know, it's gonna be. It's not until someone gets like injured or some something, no. some movement happens that change will will actually take place, right? Yes. I
3: mean, they were just banned in New York State when I was living there. We fireworks were. Illegal. It
2: was hard to get them uh, when I was yeah, a kid. I we remember. still got them.
3: You had to get them in Mexico yeah. or from our Russian neighbors. I've told this story before. Yeah, uh, they just turned up. We have the fireworks, and they had like a big fucking suitcase full of fireworks that uh, they'd you know got from there with connection. launch
2: codes and everything
3: yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. don't mind the launch codes. We will just don't, use,
2: don't input those we will just use the rocks. rockets
3: for tonight <laughs> just a little fireworks not the launch codes don't look at that
2: kid fucking hell man the um yeah, I don't know. I think I think just keeping it simple was pretty good. Like, um, like when my kids are older, like they there's a big bonfire. There's like four thousand people like out in one of the parishes or whatever. My son, like a bunch of his friends from school, were going. He's like, oh, can we go? And I was like, ah, we can't go to that. Like it's, we'll go one day. But man, it's just. I don't know how to skirt the line between being miserable and not wanting to do anything and then my son missing out on potentially stuff or but being able to explain to him that it's like all kind of disappointing as well. You know, like
3: you feel like you want to
2: do this stuff, but like it fucking sucks when you do it. You know what I mean, mm. but like I guess he has to experience that,
3: like indoor fireworks. Everyone has to experience the disappointment <laughs> of indoor fireworks. Yeah, once. they are crushing. Yeah, yeah, the snake is the only good one. I mean, the snake, the snake. is top top draw, but the rest yeah. of them are fucking
1: awful. <laughs> I think we did some of them on stream. Oh yeah, um, recently ish. Yeah. Do they still sell um,
3: indoor fireworks? I yeah, they
1: what? do. You could get more all that. They're all fucking garbage and really like. 20 quid,
3: fuck off. What is this? Fuck you. Here's the top question people ask. Are indoor fireworks a thing? Just fucking Google (laughs) indoor fireworks. You need to ask, is this a thing? What are the... People are so dumb. Indoor fireworks bonanza pack. Give me the list of contents. The Snakes Alive is in it. Ice fountains, indoor sparklers, and then sizzling strobes, ice fountains. And there's one called Flash Harry. Nice. Blazing Bengals. Bang Bang Fun Snaps. Oh, I don't want them thrown indoors. Well, they're probably just the just those snappy things in the little bags. Yeah, yeah they're also, like in, they a, go bang, in those little pouches. It leads, yeah, get leaves bits of fucking exploded paper all over my house. Yeah, we well, just do them. them out on
2: the driveway. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. My right? my kids get them sometimes. They just do them. So out I said the you're driveway. not
3: doing them in the house. I thought I was clear about that, kids. Yeah. I didn't well, say you uh... couldn't do them anywhere on the property. I'm just saying not in the house.
1: Yeah. Even all those indoor fireworks they they let off a lot of foul smelling stuff usually. And oh, and you the snake's wind alive. Wind oh, so
2: does my ass.
1: Oh. The snake <laughs> is like the poop one, right? It looks like you a light poop. it.
3: It's some chemical reaction, it forms a huge snake that continues to it goes like yeah, foam comes like out.
1: It just keeps it's one of those chemicals reactions yeah, I mean it's it's, a, it's I think it's generous to call it a firework I suppose. A lot of but this stuff it's, it's th- is still
2: around like and it's always been bad. Remember like the remember when you were a kid the slush puppy maker, soda stream, the ice cream factory and stuff like all that stuff sucks. Like and they still so do do still it, make it. You know it? what I
1: mean about like technology not advancing though. Like what 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 the fuck have we got that's new? Well, why are we still using those shit brown snakes? How have they not come up with some new good <laughs> indoor
2: fireworks in the last 30 years? There's just fucking no investment years. in that? industry you know like it's just it's it's all old. everyone's investing all old in like people. fucking
3: cryogenically freezing yeah.
2: their fucking brains
1: <laughs> you want to hear shit.
3: about these fucking snakes this is, a uh, black snake is a term that can refer to two similar types of firework, the pharaoh snake and the sugar snake. The pharaoh snake or pharaoh serpent is the original version of the black snake experiment. It produces a more impressive snake, but its execution depends upon mercury tooth thiocyanate, which is no longer in common use due to its toxicity. Oh man. Yeah. <laughs> Once lit, both fireworks emit smoke and spew out ash, resembling a snake via an- this is a great word. In intumescent reaction, intumescent reaction. Nice. Oh.
2: Intumescent react. Did you
3: guys ever have a slinky when you were growing up? Yeah, of course. Cool. Did you guys Tons ever
2: make it do the walk down the stairs trick? Like more not than, on, more than one stairs. or two steps? We had wooden Which, stairs yeah. and the
3: slinky would lose its grip. Oh, So like just a, uncarpeted around. stairs, it didn't work. But I think the stairs have to be a very precise angle. And you tight. had to have a
1: very certain level of steepness yeah. for the
3: Or it just it just either goes too fast and just cunts it down the stairs, or it goes two steps and then goes, uh just sort of gives up. Yeah. It's it's a very, very precise I mean the advert, they've obviously fucking done their lab experience the correct angle of the stairs has to be as follows. Well, well those know? ads right. are
2: always, they still make them. Like, if you watch any any um, TV networks, like, you know, like uh, like CITV or something like that, where they have ads, and mostly for toys, like, aimed at kids. It was the same, like, when we were growing up. Like, you see, like, if, if they're selling Ninja Turtles, they have right. this fucking amazing, like, backdrop sewer and stuff. And you're like, oh, yeah. shit, yeah, I would play with Ninja Turtles there. Then the reality is, you get it, and you're just like playing with it, like on your bed yeah, or in
3: your carpet. Yeah, yeah,
2: or in your carpet or whatever. And it's like, I don't know, <laughs> like even when I was a kid, I was always disappointed because <laughs> yeah. it was like, fuck, you, I
3: want that you, cool. You know, you know they show the the stuff that shoots? Like this is a big thing. Like. You know, with a rocket missile firing backpack, and I yeah. like a backpack that shoots a rocket. And the kid's like, "Whoa!" And you shoot it; and it goes like two inches. Oh, like, I know. Just drops out yeah. of He-Man's rocket firing attack, and, and then and you lose bug. you lose the
2: projectile almost immediately. Oh, instantly! Yeah, instantly. So you're just left with this dude with a backpack that has nothing to fire because it was yeah. like one specifically shaped thing, like it was like in a, in a T shape or whatever that could fit into the hole. And then load it into the spring thing, like. But it's oh
3: like it, it sucks all the fun out of it. Just give them a rocket launcher. You don't need it to <laughs> shoot a Real rocket because just them the, the reality broad. of the shit rocket launcher sucks all the imagination out of you. Like, oh, this fucking sucks. Yeah. Like, you should just have a rocket launcher. Like, not a, it doesn't shoot anything. Yeah. It just looks like a rocket. Launcher. Then they can use your imagination. To like, pew, <laughs> boom, rather than it just go meh and a tiny bit of red plastic plops two feet oh, down. I see
1: what you're saying. You know what yeah. I mean? Don't so try and So sometimes it's do better it. for it to do nothing yes, at all and than make something it look disappointing. Cool. Like
3: if it lights up, like loads of flame lights up. Yeah. yeah that's yeah. much cooler. Then it's shooting a fucking bit of red plastic. Get me on the toy design, design board. Design board. Get me on the toy design get the toy board. Toy design board. Get me on there. Toy design. These toys.
2: A lot of lot of toys now are just like like gotcha toys though. They're it's like you, you don't know. You get a pack uh, with like something in it, but you don't know what it is. Yeah. and yeah, you have to try to collect ripoff. it all. Hate it. Yeah, they're Hate the worst. It. You just end up with all these doubles and triples and quadruples. And I guess like it would be good if kids traded them or whatever. But there's so many. They don't. That like no. my like my son will have. Uh, be collecting they one set did. and then all of his friends will be collecting completely different sets so they yeah, don't even have doubles to trade there's too many of them yeah. it's nuts it
3: fucking sucks yeah and i mean just imagine when, when humanity is long gone some alien race will turn up and see the mountains of fucking lol dolls yeah, and, and atari cartridges littering <laughs> all those planet. atari
2: cartridges that are buried underground somewhere yeah yeah and, and, they'll, and they'll be, be
1: like, like oh. oh my god you got the britney one <laughs> <laughs> swapsies, swapsies. <laughs> I never Foxy. had
2: that one when I was a child. Yeah. It hasn't changed much at all. If like it, like from what I've seen, it's it's just all the same shit. All the dolls that poop and that you could feed them and they poop. I remember all of those like when I was a kid. Um like the like the rubber monster hand puppet ones. Those are still around. Boglins? Yeah, they're not called Boglins so they're just called something different now and mm. uh there's like a, a tie-in with a show or whatever. And fucking Paw Patrol is still going, which is like the Patrol, the most man. formulaic thing ever right like just toy
3: shifting yeah, I mean, yeah. it always has, it has been, been but yeah. it annoys me that it's on the bbc blatantly shoved in there to sell toys yeah. at least peppa pig was a bat show and then they made toys fair play to them yeah peppa pig was legit yeah but all these other shows like i know what this is i'm not a fucking idiot because i remember this from my childhood and now you're doing it yeah on the bbc's dime unacceptable would you
1: rather have your kids watching That than the like the 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 TikToker, do I mean? I would much
3: rather they watch
1: TV than TikTok for sure. Any day, like no, but like imagine like instead of Paw Patrol on the BBC, they put like some young TikTok stars on there. No, no, a lot of
3: shows reference this stuff though. Well, I will say this: at the very least, TV is heavily regulated. It is. Um, I mean, the the fact is that the way the internet works, especially with things like TikTok, that gets me is that content is up there. Until it's been reviewed or reported enough times that they take it down. It would be like if in television we had infinite channels and you're browsing through the channels and you stumble upon a TikTok where someone says that, you know, I don't want to get political or anything, but vaccines are evil and here's me pulling a microchip out of my arm. And that doesn't get taken down or challenged at all. It just exists. And your kids are watching it. That's what fucking burns me up. Is it at least with television, it's regulated. There are fines if you fuck up. There are departments at these stations whose entire job is to make sure that you comply with regulations and laws. I mean, and things like gambling you can't advertise, is very, very, very specific instances you can, but you have to be very careful how you do it. None of that exists online. Yeah. And the idea is, that oh, this is to enable content creators. It's the fucking Wild West. And if you have kids, you will understand what I'm talking about. Because yeah. they will come to you and show yourself. And you think, how the fuck have you seen this? Because some algorithm has recommended it to them. It's awful. It's awful, awful, awful. And I think that it sounds like a parent, something must be done. But this is not the way we've ever done things. No, of course we not. We've never had things like this. This, There's always this and been...
2: probably the last generation of, of, of children are like the... The first to experience this yeah this literally
3: unfettered Same unregulated broadcasting well. yeah, yeah. of anything and we're just meant to embrace it as the freedom of the internet i think it's fucking awful i really do it's sorry it's to sound like an wild. old it's it no it's dangerous Do you you have to shield Well, that's your what kids i'm saying it, though sure.
1: like you know we we've always had corporations feeding us tv shows like transformers that are clearly just made to sell toys sure, right but- it's 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 basically a glorified toy advert, like the Lego movie is, of and course. all the Lego Batman and all this stuff is just a glorified toy yeah. advert, right? Just it's made by a corporation, and sure, they've there's people who are passionate who work for these companies, I'm sure, and they've made something that is fun and watchable. Right. Like Lego movies are great; they're fun, they're fine, right? Yeah, but I think that it, it, you know what is worse: the corporate thing or the unfettered creativity of random. Well, let me just say one one thing about that. Although you
3: are right, that a lot of those cartoons and kid shows, especially the ones that we grew up with, a lot of them, not all of them by any stretch, but a lot of them were about shifting toys. Here's one big difference. Kids don't have any fucking money. Yeah, true. They still there's still a further gatekeeper they need to get through to get that stuff. Their parents. Well, anyways, right? guys. There is um, a big difference. Uh, we
2: got to wrap this up cuz I got to go stream and make jizz jokes all day long and uh convince people <laughs> that vaccines are terrible. So, um, you know, if we could just like put a cap ca- sure. on this. <laughs> mm-hmm. I got, I've got a legion of kids that want to listen to me talk about this shit. So, you get think. Hey, you know what's crazy now too. Um Craig. If you watch if you watch kids shows like like uh, my like my kids watch um, like the, like the Loud House and like all these like a lot of them are like American. There's like British shows too. You know like the like the cartoons of the the current generation or whatever. A lot of the the sort of types of kids. You know like when we were watching. You know like if you watched like Saved by the Bell or whatever, you had like the jock. Right. You had like the nerd. Right. Right. You had the. You had like the the cool guy. You had the you know the 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 teen dream girl. Slater. You had the, then the nerdy it, yeah. girl or whatever, and there was all the stereotypes of the time, right? But now, when you watch these shows, there's like the vlogger. There's like the TikTok. <laughs> no, there is though. Like these have no, become true. like cur- like current day stereotypes because like uh, for like a lot of kids, these are sort of aspirational things for them. Like they want yeah, they yeah. want to stream or they wanna be a YouTuber, or they wanna get get a, a viral TikTok, whatever. You know what I mean? Like it's it it's interesting. I love how specific you can make it's, it. It's it's interesting well. to see. Like also what's, to
3: point out what you were saying about huge corporations trying to shift toys, Lewis. I mean these are also huge corporations trying to shift views. Yes. So it's not really that that in that regard, I think it's kind of the kind of the same. But there's no barrier to entry to making a TikTok. You just have to own that. So app, all right.
1: right, how about this, okay? Yeah. Um I read a today I fucked up yesterday. I just want to know how you feel about this. Okay. Someone sent me this. This
3: is the last um, last thing unless we have a mailbag. We don't have a mailbag, no. Yeah, this okay. is the
1: last thing, don't worry. <clears throat> a obligatory disclaimer, this happened today. I've been very lonely lately, right. both physically and emotionally. I have plenty of physical options, but I'm at a point where not having an emotional connection leaves me feeling kind of hollow and generally disappointed. Right. So I found this guy on TikTok and he makes relatively risque videos. Right. After 30 to 40 reels, I went to his Instagram, which led me to his Pornhub account. He makes videos very much geared towards women. And I scrubbed through several of his videos until I found one. The part of the title that jumped out to me was Lovemaking POV. And I'm thinking to myself, this is the one emotional and physical satisfaction. Right. Everything was going great until the very end when he says, and that's why I love you. And I started ugly crying. I was not expecting him to take it that far in the video. To be honest, I'm still kind of sad about it. But now that I've written it out, it seems a bit funny and that is that is a today I fucked up comment like and and what do you you guys what's your immediate reaction to that what was the fuck up the what getting upset about it or yeah it like it like upset her right because I think somehow my
3: first question what the fuck are you reading what is that (laughs)
1: This is why I'm reading stuff on Reddit. This was like the most upvoted thing on Reddit. Yeah,
3: because it's so bizarre. She cried because she watched some POV porn and the dude said he loved her and it made her cry. Stop stop looking at so much porn. That it's making you weep. I would say, why are you that invested? My friend
1: thinks this post is really wholesome. I think right? it's like awful. A really wholesome I think it's post. tragic and awful. I think it's, t- it's weird that people think it's wholesome as well. Like what world do we live in? I where- feel
3: incredibly sad that that girl was so into this person. they hearing them say, I love you made her cry. I, th- that, I think that's awful and tragic and sad. That's how I feel. You
1: don't think it's wholesome no, that we have the access awful. to these types of things on the internet today?
2: This is the dangers that we're talking wait, about. Wait, we know? think it's wholesome that somebody shared an emotional experience due to... A, is, that, is that the wholesome part? Like, somebody, have somebody no was idea. just so uh, transparent about how they felt about something?
1: I, I'm just so confused about all of that. That whole... that There's so much to unpack there. Yeah, But we live in a world where... You know, you can be lonely. You can stalk people from TikTok to their Pornhub account and get an, a a weird emotional connection, and then post about it
2: on Reddit oh, afterwards just, and just, share it yeah, with everyone. Well, I mean, future. but I think uh, I think that <laughs> when when the person said that they were feeling very lonely physically and emotionally, I think that you you do you you do end up in situations not specifically like this, but. You you become a, a bit irrational, right? I guess you like there's you you need something, right? And and so yeah, but this, you this seek... to
3: me is like a sign of deep depression and sadness. Well, it, and it, this it isn't is, the but... solution, is it? Well,
2: no, but I, again, like you you can't you don't know what to do, right? Like I like I feel bad that like the person feels that way. Maybe it is. Maybe this is fine. Maybe this is the solution.
1: I just
3: think it's, you know? it's so, so sad that um, <laughs> that this is where we've got to.
1: I I don't know. I'm always this person who thinks maybe this is better than Prozac, you know? Maybe this is like, maybe this is fine. We don't know, though, do we? We don't know what we're doing. We're in uncharted waters, imagine, There's sharks out there.
3: I cannot imagine that it's mentally healthy. It's not. It, it, it does not occur to me that this is a healthy interaction. I
2: don't think this is new either. I think it's just that, like, it, th- this specific scenario exists today because of the of what's available to us, the things that we can watch, the the forums that we can post on, and stuff like that. But it was just something. It was just disguised differently twenty years ago, right? Like this, this all there's not nothing new really about like this kind of behavior. We live in a
1: weird world where billionaires hire eighteen year olds for their blood, and f- they follow them around, giving them transfusions, and, and people, Turkish hair
2: transplants.
1: People could find an <laughs> a, a, a boyfriend on on the internet yeah. and get emotional fulfillment. It's bizarre. It is bizarre. Um, yeah, we live in a, a weird a weird world. Um, yeah, but yeah, it's I feel certain, really bad for that stuff. person
2: because that's gotta suck, right? Like just feeling like that. No, I think she had a great time. She's happy. Oh, she's, she's happy. sharing
1: this this moment. Oh, right. yeah, she's what was she's like just
2: a, got like a humbling. moment. I don't moment think
1: it something. was like a moment where she was like, "What am I doing?" She yeah. was just like. You know, I didn't expect to um, ugly cry off the. Didn't back expect of that. to get such a reaction. Yeah, yeah. I assume it was a good, good
2: cry. Ugly crying,
1: right? Uh, it's uh, not ugly bad...
3: crying to me sounds bad. Maybe I she mean... just... Well, okay. no. But I think
2: some people, it's a, it's a release, right? Just having a good cry. And I guess if you just, in a roundabout way, find the, find a way to, to, to do that cry, then maybe you would feel better. I guess.
3: No, I don't know. It
1: just sounds awful. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah. <laughs>
2: All right. That's enough, there <laughs> Thank you for listening <laughs> to the podcast.
1: Yeah. Uh, Thanks. We'll see you next week. Bye. Uh, love you. Bye. Goodbye. Bye.